0: She University of Oklahoma softball.
1: I have no issues or problems with uh, Timbo. You know, he's done a great job at AM. He did a great job for us. I think the competition level raised, you know, from my standpoint, and I get asked that especially from the Texas and the Oklahoma people. From their standpoint, I think it's going to change things quite dramatically. Swing and a high fly ball left field. Forget that one. Way back left field and out of here. Byron Buxton goes back to back with Giancarlo Stanton. That was tattooed. The 1 2. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. And that's the ball game. The American League hangs on to win it 3 2.
2: And they have won nine straight here in the Midsummer Classic. Morning, everybody. Hour three. T Row in the Morning Show. That was last night's All Star game. AL wins 3 to 2. You got the SB Awards tonight, TJ. Hosted by Steph Curry. I know you'll be tuned into that. TJ hates the S piece for some reason. Uh then we get after second half of the baseball season after that. Weather temperature down to 106 today after just an ungodly day yesterday. I mean that was atrocious. It was 114. Well, it was actually 116 at one point yesterday on my uh, little temperature gauge thing. Uh, what else we got going on? SEC Media Days continue. You heard Mike Leach there. Everybody, TJ, is saying that's a whole different world for OU and Texas when they come over to our conference. It's going to be a whole different world.
3: <clears throat> Sorry, I'm trying to compose myself so I can begin this third hour. Uh oh, goodness gracious. Uh, different wrong, world, man? different world. I just saw the video from last night of Clayton Kershaw and the little kid at the press oh, yeah. conference. Oh, my Isn't goodness, that man. That was great. But it got me choked up, but... Grandpa
2: Um, always wanted to meet Clayton Kershaw. Yeah,
3: died of brain cancer. It was on his bucket list to meet Clayton Kershaw, so the kid shows up at the All-Star game and says, I'm meeting you for my grandpa. How about that? (laughs) Amazing. Kershaw was great, too, wasn't he? Yeah, no, he was awesome. Um, Awesome. But, yeah, it is a different world. They're going to be – OU has never played football like they're about to play because they've never played games before against anyone – that could play football until they get there. So it's going to be a different world. Mm -hmm. Tell me if I'm wrong about this.
2: I'm very much looking forward to the SEC. I'm very much looking forward to new teams coming here, us going new places. It is the premier conference in college football. There's no doubt about that. Isn't it about two games a year difference? Like, aren't we talking about those two games or so Maybe one, maybe three, two games a year that you're going to play against Alabama or Georgia or LSU. That's the difference. It
3: depends like on how you but...
2: Everybody else is the same as what we see in the Big 12.
3: Mm.
2: There's no difference between Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Arkansas, Kentucky, Tennessee, South Carolina. Th- those are the same quality of teams that we see in the big 12 it's those two games against the elite that's the difference
3: i would say it's more than two you value and appreciate the big 12 more than i do when i look down the schedule at a big 12 schedule like oklahoma's schedule i say they play nobody but vandy all year long i think you rate them a little bit higher than i do i'm i'm joking what a happened bit. when baylor played I'm, ole miss last I'm year i'm joking a role. little bit um Oh, well, the SEC wasn't very successful at all regardless of who they played last year in the bowl season if I remember right. correct. Yeah.
2: I mean, Baylor, Oklahoma State, Kansas State, you know, we make fun of Texas a lot, but throw Texas into that mix. Like those teams are just as good as that next level of SEC teams. The hangers on, the the um uh Yeah, they have
3: bottom feeders. No, they're they well, not even do.
2: bottom feeders like it's like they're average football teams we just give them like oh my god they're in the sec look at them over oh my god they're in the sec and then they meet like big 12 teams or acc teams or big 10 teams or whatever in bowl games and, and you're like oh they're just well, football they teams. didn't
3: have anything to play for they weren't in the national Tur- title game
2: turns out Alabama and Georgia are really, really good, and that one year LSU—well, more than one year—but the year we ran into, them. I mean, they got elite teams there every year, two or three elite teams every year. That's the difference. We don't run into elite opponents in the Big Twelve, right? Everybody else is the same. We'll not act like the schedule is going to be. Oh my God, it's a gauntlet week in and week out. We've never seen anything like we're. Week in and week out, we see Arkansas, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Kentucky, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, Missouri. Uh, even you know a whole lot of Florida teams in recent years. We see that week in and week out. That's the Big Twelve. It's those two times a year you run into Georgia and Alabama and LSU. They're different. <laughs>
3: this Texas, you're wrong. All those teams are better than the whole Big Twelve, bro. <laughs>
0: i I disagree
3: i don't think they
2: are i don't think they are and i think if you look at head-to-head matchups if you looked at head-to-head matchups in recent years i think it would prove it out i mean i haven't done the research on that but i think you look at head-to-head matchups between the big 12 and the sec in the last 10 years i bet it's about 50 50 i'm not talking about the college football playoff matchups i'm talking about you know the sugar bowl, the cheese it bowl, the whatever. The you know that Kansas State went down to what was it Mississippi State two years ago and waxed them. Uh, I think Mississippi State came up here the year before and beat them in Manhattan too, if I remember correctly. So I don't know. Maybe I'm out. Of, maybe I'm crazy. I I just I can't help but back to the point. I can't help but chuckle. And you made this same point in a sarcastic way. With the SEC fans and now some SEC coaches going, oh, well, you and Texas have no idea what they're in for when they come over to our league. All right, listen, you got some really good teams. We're going to be fine. We've we've been playing football for a long time. We haven't been playing, you know. The, you look at the not like the non-conference matchups with the Ohio States and Notre Dame's and Florida States and Tennessee's, and, you know, of the world the last few years. OU's dominated all those. So, you've got me sidetracked, TJ.
3: I didn't do anything. This is all your own doing.
2: That's right. What was I going to do? Oh, yeah, I remember. Hang on just a second, TJ. Hang on.
1: I don't know what day of week it is, yeah. Is it Monday? I don't know. Is it Tuesday? I don't know. Maybe Sunday? I don't know. Every day feels the
2: same. Every day feels the same. I think it's Thursday. Shut
0: your mouth. It all feels
3: the same. It all feels the same. I don't know what to do. So I'll just eat some snacks, get real fat, and stay in my
2: room. It is time for today's On This Date OTD. Um, TJ is eighty and three now on the year. Yes, go ahead, TJ.
3: Oh no, I'm just waiting for you to. Oh, I go. yeah.
2: Um, I, oh, fascinating day. This is a big day, big day in American history. July twentieth, TJ. Three regulation. Big day. Not, not the easiest of regulations. And then one very difficult bonus today.
3: Okay. Okay.
2: So here we go. Number one. On this date, July twentieth, what year did Neil Armstrong become the first man on the moon?
3: That was in sixty-nine. One small step. One
2: small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. I'm pretty
3: pretty sure it was 1969. Final answer. Give me time to cue up my sound well, effects.
0: Holy mackerel! Okay,
3: You're good. good I, I said quickly. that so matter-of-factly. <laughs> I got nervous. I got really nervous there when I threw it out that quickly. But I think that's dead on, right? 1969. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. It was member of the whole John F. Kennedy by mm-hmm. the end of the decade. Yeah, and they did it. They barely s- snuck it in by the end of the decade. So, well, uh, way to go by you. Yes! Um. On this date, July 20, what year did Hank Aaron hit his 755th and final home run, setting the record that would later be broken by Barry Bonds? Hank Aaron's 755th and final home run of his illustrious career, it came off Dick Drago or Drago of the Angels. July 20th, what year? Hank Aaron's final home run
3: we just talked about this not too long ago because of something else you asked me that had to do with this. That or I read something. It was 70... 75? I'll, I th- I'll, I'm pretty confident that I'll be in the three-year window. 75-76, it was somewhere in there. 1975 final answer. God! God! He baked it in! He baked it in! Nineteen
2: seventy-six, TJ. Way to go. Hank Aaron seven hundred fifty five. I think we just talked about run. this not too long ago. Nineteen seventy-six. We had a Hank Aaron question yeah. previously, uh, but I don't remember exactly what it pertained to. So there you go. You got that one right. All right, here's your final regulation today. Again, uh, not the easiest, but uh, this is this is one you should get.
3: Hmm, on the like state, you
2: say that. July 20th, what year did the Summer Olympics open in Moscow, Russia? With Sixty-six nations boycotted, including the United States of America. Um, Summer Olympics opened in Moscow on this date, what year? This vividly sticks in my brain, TJ.
3: Would it have been – L.A. was 84, so it would have been the ones before that, I think. But if I'm wrong and it was the one before that, then I'll be out of the three-year window and it'll be four years. Mm, um, that's,
2: you know what? That's a good point. If you miss an Olympics yeah, yeah. because
3: they're four years apart, you got to hit this. I'm pretty sure it was 80 or the – that would have been that one because – I would have been too young for the other one. I wouldn't have, it wouldn't have registered with me as much. Nineteen. Well, you know what? I can get in within the window. Nineteen seventy nine. Okay. Final answer.
2: Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, I see what you did there.
1: Holy
0: mackerel!
3: Your creative math, ladies and gentlemen. It was nineteen eighty. I only had to subtract a year, Toby, and then just go with it there and put it on that window. It was 1980. I vividly remember
2: this because of uh, what I've talked about before because uh, the Russians repaid the favor in 1984 when we hosted the Olympics in Los Angeles. And that's the year that McDonald's had their (laughs) Olympic giveaway (laughs) where you got game pieces on all of their burgers and fries and Cokes. And And you got an event. At an event, it would it would say fencing or 100 meters or men's basketball or whatever. And if the U.S. won the gold, you got a free Big Mac. If they won the <laughs> silver, you got a free fries. And if they won the bronze, you got a free Coke. And we dominated the 1984 Los Angeles Olympics, right? The Russians were not there. We won everything. And my family ate free McDonald's. For a month. It was amazing. That promotion. I've never been so into an Olympics in my life.
3: That promotion, the Monopoly, it's amazing how popular they were. Not just amongst a group of kids or something. like Everyone of all ages in every state would play these McDonald's games. And now you can't imagine something like being that popular. Like a fast food joint doing something that would be that popular that draws just hundreds of thousands of people in daily to play a yeah. stupid game with their tape taping pieces to a, a mat that came on your tray. So. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right, so three and through regulation makes you eighty three and three now on the year. Great job by you today, TJ. Now it's Those time weren't too bad. Bars. Those weren't too bad. No, let's see. I got a couple of text messages here. This one is from uh John Whitson, John he, answered. he yeah. got it he got it right. Uh Kevin Henry, we're not doing this again, are we? Uh, Hey, why don't you go sell something uh, to a doctor somewhere, all right, Kevin? (laughs) Bug off. (laughs) All right, here you go. Here's your bonus today. This is a tough one, TJ. I'll be very impressed if you get this. It's a very tough one. Here we go. (laughs) On this date, July 20, what year was a fee first charged to see a baseball game when... New York beat Brooklyn twenty-two to eighteen. It's the first time they ever charged
3: had to have a ticket, for admission.
2: Yeah, you had huh. to have a ticket. You had to pay to see a baseball game. It's the first time it ever happened, and they got to see forty runs scored. TJ, New York beat Brooklyn twenty-two to eighteen. And now, of course, you got to pay to see any baseball game, including your own child's. What
3: a great question! I don't know that I've ever seen this. It seems like something that would be out there, and. I don't know that I've ever even seen this um 1800s obviously I would say no idea what year or to even get in the window I'll just go 1970. just to throw out a wild guess 19 or not 19 uh, 1870 Oof. sorry I' almost screwed that up uh, 1870 final Answer? No idea. I've never heard this.
0: Coach K takes an L. Excellent
2: Ah. guess by you. No, excellent. Please, hold your head high, TJ. 1858. Oh, I wasn't that far uh, off. Correct. I would have guessed later than that as well. I would have guessed closer to the turn of the century.
3: 1870, 1890, where the two were popping out in my head, I just went with the lower one. So, I I had never heard that before.
2: Very impressive performance by you today. You got the uh, man on the moon. You got Hammer and Hank. And you got the Moscow Olympics, and you barely missed a very difficult bonus. You end the day at 83-3. and
3: Now I'm going to go have a Moscow Mule.
2: Nicely done by you. It's too early for that, TJ. It's too early. We'll be back.
1: The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad Boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B. And I 44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108.
3: Thank <laughs> you, Kirby Smart. I didn't understand that. What was that? <laughs> Let me stop the music. I'll play it again. It's Kirby Smart talking to the Texas High School Coaches Association. He's trying to think of uh, Giannis's name. And uh, Oh, okay. <laughs> Gigamo. <laughs> Gigamo? Is that what he said? I think that's what he said. <laughs> Gigamo? Gigamo. <laughs> that was Kirby Smart. That's Kirby Smart. Uh let's see where was he? The Texas High School Coaches Association Convention. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> that's amazing uh, this hour brought to you by rk black your office management leader 405-943-9800 you can visit them online rkblack.com network solutions document management so much more Eric, i've got some research can i share some research real fast oh absolutely we wouldn't want you to waste it
2: last 10 years in head-to-head matchups between the big 12 and the sec in football the SEC has won 26. The Big 12 has won 21. My contention was, if you take out, it's it's about those top two or three elite teams. Was everybody else is the same? It's my contention. It's about Alabama, Georgia, and LSU. 26-21, still pretty close. If you take out the games involving Alabama, Georgia, and LSU, the Big 12s won 18. The SECs won 17. Head to head. So, what if you take out Oklahoma
3: and Texas out of those games? Well, you're not putting Texas in the elite, are you? They're, they're Well, they think they're the elite. I would have to go
2: back and add up if you're taking out Oklahoma. Why are we taking out Oklahoma? Oklahoma's still in this thing. But the point is, can Oklahoma week in and week out? Boy, you don't know how brutal this league is. Your league is brutal because of the elite teams at the top.
3: You, you would say physically, the... physically uh, much tougher league, much more talented, bigger dudes than what are across the board in the Big then 12. Then why aren't they beating the Big 12?
2: Last year they played in three bowl games. K-State romped LSU, Baylor romped Ole Miss, Texas Tech blasted Mississippi State. Two years ago, oh, OU ran all over Florida, but again, remember, Florida was playing their JV team.
3: <laughs> right, right. I mean, I'm not. I'm with you. I think, oh, you can compete in the uh, the SEC. So I'm not. I'm not one of these people saying, oh, wait till they get there. They can't handle it week in and week out. Um, I I believe Oklahoma can. So I'm not arguing. I'm just saying it's going to be tougher week to week. In my opinion. Yeah, like you're not going to look down their schedule in the SEC and say. I'm having trouble finding a game they should lose, which I do with this year's schedule with Oklahoma.
2: No, no, no. Because of the elite teams.
3: Because there's going to be two or three
2: elite teams pop up. Yes, yes.
3: But two or three but is then more then than gonna,
2: what you're looking at down the board yeah, yeah. right now. I go, no, I got you. It's better, it's better, but it's better. Be, but I, I think we're we agree on this. I'm probably not saying it very well. I think the Ole Misses, Mississippi States, Kentuckys of the world inflate their own value Oh, absolutely! because of the Alabamas and Georgias of the world. Totally Look agree. at us. We're the SEC. You're not winning anything. Yes, correct. Yeah, I know. I agree with you on Those that. Those other guys are winning something. Oh, the Ole Misses Mississippi States and Kentuckys and Arkansas and Missouris of the world are no better my point is, are no better than the Baylors and the Oklahoma States and the Kansas States and the Texas's of the world. Now, what they do
3: have the it's edge in— It's those elite teams that are better. What they do have the edge in is the elite atmosphere. The atmosphere is, even at those schools, much different than what you go and see on the road in the Big 12 week in and week out, compared to Texas and Iowa State and Baylor and some of these— uh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Well, so your environment's other than Missouri, much more difficult. Right. Other, yes. than Other than Missouri and, and
2: Vanderbilt, mm-hmm. 100% agree. Yeah, it it is going to be tougher to win on the road. Although Oklahoma sees big-time atmospheres on the road in the Big 12. It's just not. The stadiums are bigger. The passion is louder. All that kind of stuff. 100% agree.
3: Air Comfort Solutions text line, Morning, buddy! Boy, it, hey, it gets Carter. close to football season. He just shows right back up, you know. I know you want to see the Thunder leave, so the Pacers will come to Oklahoma City someday. But will you please tell the voters if they don't build a new arena, the Thunder are going to leave. Have a good day.
2: I don't want to see the Thunder leave. Uh, I want the Pacers to stay in Indiana, and I want the Thunder to stay in Oklahoma City, and I hope we will build a new and profitable arena for everybody.
3: That'd be great. Uh, Sooner fans should never boo their players. I'm rooting for Rattler, and I always have. Says this texter. Okay. I'm conflicted with Caleb. He honored his responsibilities to Oklahoma and played the season. Didn't handle the transfer stuff the best, obviously. I hope he fails miserably less, for, uh, for and more for muleship. Well, that uh, I think the predictive text <laughs> got him there at the end. I hope he fails okay. miserably. More for mule shoe is what they were trying to say there. All right. uh, hey, Caleb can live a productive life. Hey, put your names on these people we, so we can uh, share who's texting This is Dallas Bill. Today. Hey, Caleb can live a productive life after breaking both legs and arms at the same time. Go puke come SC. On.
2: <laughs> no, come on.
3: Who's under more pressure to do well? Caleb Williams, Dylan Gabriel, or Spencer Rattler? They've all got pressure, all for different reasons. Dylan Gabriel, you're at an elite program. Uh, Spencer Rattler, you want to get back into the talk of elite prospect. But Caleb Williams is under a massive amount of pressure at USC. He's talking about Coach and him on their back are expected to turn a program around and turn it around quickly. Yeah. So... TJ my daughter is left-handed. Do you dislike her too? Is she a quarterback? He is anti your daughter. <laughs> See, I was right. TJ hates left-handed people. <laughs> I, don't, I don't hate left-handed people. Just certain left-handed quarterbacks. We're, it's going to take a th-
2: if if we can get a therapist to come on the show please and there's something in your history that happened between you and a left-handed person
3: chat and uh, it has
2: subconsciously affected
3: you. Chad M says everyone is born right-handed; just a few can overcome it. <laughs> uh, uh, if you're if you're just tuning into the show
2: and you're wondering, like, what's this all about? TJ earlier in the show said he's he hates Dylan
3: Gabriel I did not say that; those words never came out of my mouth ever. I mean, it's I, I'm paraphrasing. A <laughs> yeah, bit, you're but. making stuff up like you always do. Uh, Toby, it just means more in the SEC, laughing face emoji. It does mean more.
2: There's no doubt about that. And uh, we we received vivid evidence of that in Omaha this year.
3: This goes back to your point you just made a few seconds ago. Just got, because Mississippi State, Vandy, Arkansas, Mizzou, etc. shout SEC and take credit for Alabama and Georgia's success doesn't make them dominant.
2: Exactly. That's my point. That's my point. The difference in the schedule, oh, this all goes back to the Mike Leach, the Mike Leach quote that we played at the top of the hour is, there's is a whole different world over here in the SEC. Yeah, it's a whole different world because of the two or three top teams at the top. They are great. And that's a big, big difference, man. you got to get through a schedule unscathed or with one loss, and you got to play those elite teams. That's a big difference. But don't try to oversell me on all the others. They're good teams. Good teams. But we've got good teams in the Big 12. We don't have great teams in the Big 12.
3: You've upset other Big Bad Oklahoma. Wolf today after he uh, called your no. bro earlier. He comes back with a few more texts. The whole SEC is better than the whole Big 12. OU is the only exception. You're tripping. I guarantee you Vanderbilt would beat Texas. I wonder if he's an right. SEC somebody's fan. I on, he was an OU fan. Somebody's on the weed this morning. <laughs> yeah. It looks like Hans like... I could have swore TJ is the guy singing the OTD song. It was not me, uh, but my son thought that too. So I could sing it pretty well. I don't know. Uh, Playing Kentucky in a stadium with its fans, it's a different world than playing TCU in an empty stadium, which has happened routinely, this texter says. Environment, there's no doubt. It's taken a massive step up. Is playing Kentucky in its stadium different than playing Iowa State in its stadium? yes because it Why? means more to those fans does it I, mean, I don't that's think what I've does. been told are you telling me I, people have lied to me all these years
2: I I would I would argue and I will gladly come on and like I frequently do say I was wrong nobody's more wrong than I am on a frequent basis it's what we hang our hat on in this show I would argue right now that playing in Ames Iowa is more difficult than playing in Lexington Kentucky Football and basketball, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Football for
3: sure. Uh, Southpaw Sooner just texted. <laughs> I'm rethinking my thoughts on this show now. Thanks, TJ. <laughs>
2: because of your anti Dylan you Gabriel stance? What you've done? You
0: see, see what
2: you've created today. <laughs> It is a little shocking. I mean, I can understand the tech. It is a little shocking. We are, you know, the home of Sooner fans, and for TJ just to come keep, out this strongly just keep against Dylan things Gabriel up today—just keep making things up. A little shocking. I do. Get Joe that.
3: Castiglione, do you see what kind of a liar you have calling your games? <laughs> Jeez. T. Row in the morning show. We'll
2: be back.
1: The Ref Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado—we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Oh man, Toby and
2: TJ back with you. Forty-five days to kick off. I've got um I've got the actual odds here to win the national championship. This is from um This is updated. This is as of five days ago. Um and it is from Odds Shark. TJ, that's what you go to, right, for uh, all your gambling, odds online gambling. Shark
3: is, yeah, without a doubt. So let me give
2: you some of these, and you tell me what the best bet is on the board. I'm not asking you who you think is going to win the national championship. Just like what's the best investment, you know, you because uh, you understand what I'm saying, right? Like maybe it is Alabama. Maybe you're so convinced Alabama is going to win it, you're like, I, I know it's short odds, but that's the best bet. But so here you go. Here's the odds to win the Natty, Bama plus plus two ten. Which, if you don't know out there, that means if you put down $100, you would win $210. Ohio State plus 375. Georgia plus 475. Clemson plus 800. USC, fifth best bet on the board, which is amazing, plus 1600. You put down 100, you win 1,600 if USC wins the title. Texas A&M plus 2,200. Notre Dame plus 4,500. OU and Michigan plus 5,000. bet $100, you win 5,000 on OU. I'll go a few more here. LSU, 6,600. Miami, 6,600. Utah, 6,600. Texas, 6,600. OSU 10,000, Florida 10,000, Auburn 10,000, Ole Miss 10,000. That's as far as it goes. What's the best bet on the board, TJ?
3: I would say...
2: And by the way, we do not encourage gambling. We're just having a conversation on the radio.
3: Um, I'll say Georgia. Repeating is going to be hard. I don't see them repeating, but plus 475 475 i would probably put my money there if i was putting money somewhere vegas is and trying they got to a sucker people into this usc thing they're just suckering them in oh yeah they're making money hand over yeah. fist on this usc thing uh what's the what's the little
2: uh quarterback's name at georgia that won the natty last year uh
0: Good morning, my friend. How you feeling this morning after that incredible performance last night? Have you had a chance to get any sleep? Yeah, uh, you know, a few hours—not many. I've uh, <laughs> been, been wondering about.
2: Uh, yeah, no, not many. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, Stetson Bennett.
3: Stetson, Stetson yes.
2: Bennett. He's back this year. So you're taking? You say Georgia plus four seventy-five.
3: If I was putting my money somewhere, of the odds you gave me, I. I would pick probably Bama to win the national title, but money wise, if I'm looking to make some cash, that's probably the bet I'm putting down. Yeah.
2: Let me ask you uh about this. I'm going to tell you right now. It's not Texas your call. beats Alabama. You wouldn't take your Texas Longhorns at plus sixty six
3: hundred? <laughs> no. <laughs> They're not my Texas Longhorns, and no, I wouldn't. <laughs>
2: Um, I think the two best bets on the board are uh, Clemson. There are a lot of people who are a part of the OU program now, TJ, who used to be a part of the Clemson program. Correct. You don't follow this as closely as I do, so you're probably unaware of that fact. But. And they feel like Clemson has a squad this year um, at plus eight hundred. That seems like a good value. Yeah, I
3: almost said them. So it's that's and some they're money in the ACC, so they're you know they got a great yep, shot at path. least being a part of
2: it. Mm-hmm.
3: Right?
2: And call me a homer, plus five thousand. I'll take OU at plus five thousand. Again, path is a pretty easier. You know, it's easier this year. Such Nobody a really knows what,
3: gamble. You're just throwing money down on several teams. Look at you.
2: Nobody really knows what OU is, right? So, and and if they do have an opinion, it's a negative one, which means you're getting value here. You're getting value because people don't think they're very good, and they're in. They've got an easy schedule in. A league in which they could get to the final four. I'm not telling you I think is going to win the national championship this year. I don't. But plus 5,000? Who knows? Maybe uh, somebody gets hurt for Alabama or, or, you know, I don't know. Plus 5,000. Jeez. I think those are the two best values on the board, Clemson and Oklahoma. Now. I'm not going to tell you who I think is going to win the national championship until we yeah, unveil the yeah. top 25 college football countdown. But um, I can tell you who TJ has been lobbying for me to put at number one.
3: I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> Texas beats Alabama. <laughs> I have not mentioned the countdown once to you other than when does it start? That That is a recording.
2: lies. TJ and I. You sit work, on a I throne of lies should, today. That's what you who do. Should be number one this year in the countdown, and and uh, he said,
3: "I'm going to tell you right now, it's not Texas your call. beats
2: Alabama."
1: We'll see. We'll see. Eight forty eight. Chris Plank joins us to wrap it up next. This hour of the T row in the morning show is brought to you by R K Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. All
2: right,
3: you got me intrigued. Who we got here? Oh, uh, this is Zach Bryan. Motorcycle drive-by. All right. I just felt like hearing it. That's a good no song. No other reason. It's a good song.
2: Um, we welcome him now, Chris Plank, host of The Plank Show You can hear him here uh, 9 to 12 You can hear him a variety of other places as well, 24 hours a day
0: <laughs> Good morning, Plank, how are you today? I'm good, have you ever driven your motorcycle by I assume motorcycle drive-by is like on the motorcycle TJ driving by at X's house or something, or no? Uh, I take hmm. that from the
3: song a little bit, yes Yeah.
0: Something that you ever done, Toby? Get in the motorcycle, rev it up a little bit Go by the ex's house, let her know what's up
2: Um, no. However, you would be (laughs) perhaps interested to know Uh that uh, Papa T once owned a motorcycle. What? And when I was a child, I did indeed ride on the back of the motorcycle with my dad. Now, this was five and below. I think uh, Nana forced him to get rid of the motorcycle at one point because it was too dangerous. But I have done some motorcycle riding in my day. I also rode a scooter with my wife in Cozumel one time and about killed hey, both of us. That's
3: I was gonna say. That's <laughs> about as dangerous as if you rode a uh, scooter in Co- uh, Cozumel or anywhere in Mexico. It's as dangerous mm. as a, an excursion as you can take. That's exactly. Swimming that. with sharks yeah. is safer than that. <laughs> the guy, the guy, uh,
2: you know, you had to do a little test there in the parking lot that showed that you knew what you were doing, and I didn't know what I was doing, <laughs> and he was like, uh. And I was like, I got
0: cash to pay for it. He's like, okay, be safe. <laughs> I don't know how those things don't amount to more injuries. I, yeah. where was I this weekend? I mean, literally just hauling you know what down and they just stop on a dime. Like, if there's people there, no, no matter. Weaving in and out, popping over curbs, not two, three people on it. It's just crazy. These a motorcycle kids motorcycle
2: riding going up up in Yellowstone in Montana and stuff by the way. They had packs of 20, 30 motorcycles, you know, I guess they take these western United States vacations, I don't know, but it's kind of cool.
0: I can imagine. How are you today, Chris? Toby What's in on the your future brain, on today? his motorcycle cruising around. Maybe. I'm good. It was um we got our AC back up. So, whenever good. whenever your AC goes from What was from... that
2: moment like?
0: Well, it was a little bit concerning because, you know, how spoiled we are. Your house My house was up to 88 degrees, so um, which is fine if you're a lizard, but I am not, (laughs) and uh, nor am I a chameleon or an alligator or anything that would love that. And so when they fixed it, and by the way, the crew that came out did an incredible job. They were great people. And when they fixed it, they just kind of, they were out. And then I went back inside, I'm like, well... This thing isn't back down to sixty-eight degrees yet. What's going on here? And then you realize there's a little <laughs> bit of a process it goes through. It's gonna take, take you about ten hours to get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, so they're like, oh, wait, she's fixed. Why is it still just at eighty-six degrees in here? What's going on? But it made for a very, very pleasant night. So it was, it was good. And you know what? I gotta tell you guys, something. fully engaged in the All Star game last night. Look Love, at you. I'm proud of you. I was,
3: I was too. Toby, uh, Toby was not. I no. do
0: realize when I watch the All-Star game how little I actually get to engage in Major League Baseball during the season when half the guys that step up to the plate, right. I'm like, who's this guy? Who is that guy? <laughs> I have never heard of that guy before in my life. These primetime baseball events keep
2: falling in the middle of the golden hour for taking a walk right now. Which is 8 to 9 PM. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> It's the only time you can be outside in daylight is eight to nine p.m. at night. So. Yeah, and, and eh, you had one red. I watched Luis Castillo's inning. That's it.
0: And uh, I mean, that's not it. I watched about three innings last night. What did you? Oh, we I know we don't have time here, but there was one like little nitpicky thing. And I love Joe Davis. It's just it was kind of the first big event for me without Joe Buck, and I don't yeah. know why. It was
3: different. I don't, I don't know how to explain yeah, it. because he's I younger a and little... brought an unger, a younger flair to it. You think it, that's, that's what it was? That's what stood out to you. Okay. That's what stood out to me. I'm like, listen, now he talks to some of these guys. Is <laughs> Joe Buck sick? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Buck's out at Fox, out. remember? Oh, he left Fox. right. Yeah.
2: yeah. I forgot about that. Wow. I love the miking up of Alec Amazing. My favorite thing. Amazing. Yeah. So oh, good. It was great. What do you think I should throw here? Backfoot
0: <laughs> slider. Bam. I just nailed him. It <laughs> great. <laughs> it was great. Chris, have a great show. Have the best show you've ever had. today. That's the goal, Toby. Have a great day, man. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
2: Thank you. Thank you to you fine folks for listening. Thank you for TJ. And not being afraid to drop opinions like uh, Dylan Gabriel is not very good. Thank Um, you. We'll do it again tomorrow. Have a great Wednesday, everybody.